Welcome to Bolts and Bats in the Bay, podcast brought to you by FL Teams. <clears throat> FLTeams.com is a top Florida sports source dedicated to providing in-depth analysis and coverage for all Florida sports, including college and professional sports teams. Remember to go to FLTeams.com. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Jeff Macalino, and I'm going to give you a quick run through the week that was and the week ahead for your Tampa Bay Lightning and your Tampa Bay Rays. As usual, we will start out with the defending Stanley Cup champions, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, last time, I gave a little preview of the big game Sunday, uh, the 21st, against the Florida Panthers. And the Lightning were able to win their fourth straight game, defeating the Panthers 5-3. Uh, it was a, a back-and-forth game, honestly. There were moments where uh, the Lightning were definitely being outplayed, but they were able to put three goals in in the third period to take a 5-3 victory over the Panthers. Uh, the defense started to look a little shaky at time, and that became a, a theme for them over this past week. Uh, but Mickelhaney was in goal, which is a little concerning from the Lightning perspective, I thought. But he played fantastically. He saved some goals that uh, the defense put him in a rough spot. Uh, but he was able to uh, do pretty well in there. Made 29 saves and 32 shot attempts, and he gets out of there with the win. So that was a big game as far as the standings go. Tuesday, they traveled to Dallas and also got out with a win. That one was a 2-1 to victory. Uh, that it made a franchise record for Andre Vasilevsky. It was his 12th straight win in that game. Uh, the Lightning scored two in the second period, and uh, after giving up one in the first, Vasilevsky did not allow anything uh, anything else, he only had to face 17 shots in that game, so they did a good job keeping him uh, relatively out of the line of fire. Um, one thing, they went into that game without Ryan McDonough, who we haven't seen. Uh, I'll talk about that a little bit more, but his presence definitely uh, missed on the <laughs> defensive end, for sure. The uh, Dallas uh, game Thursday of this past week, Dallas took that one 4-3. That was a hard game to watch <laughs> from the Lightning perspective. Uh, Yanni Gord, Alex Kalorn got goals early in the second period, uh, but the Lightning couldn't even bring the lead into the second intermission. They gave up three goals in the second half of the second period. The defense was just not getting it done. Uh, Andre Plot did tie the game late in the third, uh, but the Stars were able to get the game-winning goal with just a minute 21 left in that one. Uh, Would have been nice for him to hold it off just till overtime so you get the one point, uh, but they were not able to do that. And lastly, uh, Saturday's game at Carolina was another struggle, we'll say defensively. Uh, they dropped that one 4-3. to three. The Hurricanes now are right there uh, as far as the division standings go. Um, something, you know, to watch as far as I, I talked last week about the importance of being the one seed as opposed to the two seed. Um, so what's going on with the Lightning? Uh, you know, keep things in perspective. They've won 
five games in a row before they lost uh, two games. Uh, I believe they have only lost two back-to-back games two other times this season, I believe, and one of those was in, in uh, the second game was in overtime. Uh, so keep things in perspective. The Lightning are still in first place. Uh, the big thing that was disappointing was the defense. And my good friend, Lauren Berg, wrote an article you can find on FL Teams uh, titled, What's Wrong with the Lightning? And sure enough, the first thing she addresses is the, is the defensive lapses. And, and Ryan McDonough is out and Eric Chernak also has missed a couple games now. Uh, I don't think it's a surprise that those two guys who have been so solid all year go out. Uh, you get Borgman and Luke Shen and Cal Foote, and you see a little slump on the defense. Hopefully the younger guys can kind of pull it together, uh, maybe learn a little bit. So if in the playoffs they lose a defenseman for a week or so, maybe this will help prepare them to be ready to step in. So Always Mr. Brightside on my end. And again, go to flteams.com and check out that article or column, I should say, by Lauren. Uh, Quickly looking at the schedule for the week ahead. Tuesday, March 30th, and Thursday, April 1st, the Lightning are home against Columbus. Uh, Columbus is kind of making a play in the standings to try to slip into the playoffs as the four seed. I'll talk about the standings in just a minute. Then back-to-back home games Saturday and Sunday versus Detroit, who are pretty firmly in last place in the Central. Uh, This is a week where the schedule should allow them to make up some, some games and even, honestly, looking over the next two weeks, you've got Columbus two with Columbus, two with Detroit, two at Columbus, and two at Nashville before you kind of get back to the uh, Florida Panthers and Carolina Hurricanes in mid-April. This should be the time the Lightning really uh, go on another one of those runs, just looking at the schedule. But the Lightning are 24-8-2 at the moment, which gives them 50 points. They've played 34 games. Carolina has only played 33 games, and they have 49 points, so in essence, it's a it's a toss-up if Carolina wins uh, this next one here. They will be uh, in first place for at least a little bit. And the Panthers, only two points behind the Lightning despite losing the head-to-head, although they have played 35 games. So Lightning have a, a little advantage there. That fourth seed, which I've talked about, there's a real line after the top three teams moving down. Uh, Nashville, Chicago are now tied with 37 points. Columbus is right in the thick of it with 34. And Dallas, 31, but they've still got four games in hand over all three teams I just mentioned. So other than Detroit, who still could have an outside shot, it looks like, you know, teams will keep playing hard because they've, you know, they got a chance to make it into the tournament. And who knows what happens, uh, even in seven-game series, who knows what happens for there. So the Lightning will look to rebound from a minor, minor mini slump, and we will uh, see how that progresses this week. So switching gears over to the Tampa Bay Rays, your defending American League champions. Opening day is Thursday, April 1st. Should be a national holiday opening day. It's Great time of new beginnings. Uh, the, the Rays do not have to travel far going down south to Miami to take on the Marlins. Uh, Tyler Glass now is the opening day starter. That's been announced for a while. 
Uh, Glasnow was... There was a little bit of concern about him uh, up until his last start. He was a little erratic in the spring. Uh, he f- pitched five innings in his last final tune-up, struck out ten batters, no runs, three hits, two walks. Uh, Glasnow's spring numbers now look pretty good <laughs> when when you look at the whole thing. Still too many walks. He walked seven in 14 and two-thirds innings, 27 strikeouts. I'm not a gambling man, but if I were, I would bet he's got a good chance to lead the American League in strikeouts this season. Uh, Ryan Yarborough is expected to go uh, in the second game of the set. Uh, We'll see how plans develop. I don't think it's been announced quite yet as far as uh, rotation, but of course the Rays do things different as far as uh, openers and things like that. A couple of big news things that are not good for the Rays uh, this week. Relief pitcher Nick Anderson, who is one of the best relief pitchers in all of baseball, uh, he is out for we don't know how long, <laughs> but at least until the All-Star break, it sounds like. Hopefully not beyond that. He tore a ligament in his elbow. He is not expected to need surgery. And first baseman and fan favorite, G-Man Choi. Uh, News just came out that he is going to need arthroscopic knee surgery. So he will be out for the near future. It doesn't sound like it'll be an extensive uh, period, but they also don't know what they're getting into when they, you know, the arthroscopic surgery is kind of exploratory. Uh, So they'll see what they find, and hopefully he is back soon. Luckily, the Rays have a good amount of depth, especially the corner infield positions and uh when he comes back he'll just be a nice addition uh big big springs for a couple of rays i wanted to bring up uh willie adamas just just was outstanding i mean he had eight extra base hits in 41 at bats uh he finished with a 390 average a uh ops of 1261 well over a (laughs) thousand Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer also, who doesn't always get off to the hottest of starts, hit 435. He he was out in the beginning of spring, so only uh, 23 at bats, but 435, good way to start. Anything from him from the plate, obviously, is welcome. Uh, Yandy Diaz, I mentioned him previously, wanting to see him bounce back and maybe gain some confidence after a somewhat rough uh, postseason. Uh, he had 306 couple of home runs, nine, uh, 956 OPS, so, you know, solid, very solid spring, can't complain about that. Uh, on the flip side, uh, another guy I talk about a lot and was hoping to see some improvement and maybe gain some confidence playing in America, uh, Yoshi Sutsugo, uh, not so great, uh, 211 average. 642 OPS. He had just one home run uh, and one double in his 38 at-bats. He walked seven times, which is nice, but he also struck out 16 times in 38 at-bats. Not the best uh, spring training as far as gaining confidence. And also, Austin Meadows hit under 200, even though he did have four home runs. Uh, Almost seeming... I don't know. We'll we'll see how it works out for Austin Meadows. Uh, He... 
I mean, he's an all-star caliber caliber player. He had a miserable postseason at the plate, uh, except for he he ran into a couple, hit a couple home runs, uh, and he seems like he's kind of done that this spring. He's got eight hits, and four of them are home runs. Uh, and again, he hit, he hit under 200, so hopefully he can get in the groove. Uh, you know, they're going to need offense, as good as the pitching can be. They did lose a couple of big pitchers, you may have heard. <laughs> there's, there's no Charlie Morton and Blake Snell out there anymore. So uh, the the guys at the plate need to definitely uh, carry their own weight as well. So Thursday, April 1st, 410. Hopefully, hopefully you can get off work a little bit early and things will get going. Next time I talk to you, we'll have real baseball to talk about. So anyways, that'll wrap it up. Uh, you can follow me. Let me know what you think about uh, things I say. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at, at St. J-Mac, S-A-I-N-T-J-M-A-C. You can also uh, listen to my comedy podcast, if that would interest you. It's called the Jeff Macalino Podcast. And please follow flteams.com. Follow them on Twitter, at flteams. On Facebook, on YouTube, and subscribe to their podcasts where you're listening to me right now. And check out flteams.com frequently to stay up to date on all your Florida sports news.